Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing, we trust one another. What happened, we trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just going to have to be more disciplined. He's going to have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post-game show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. So, if you were at the Bucks game tonight and you left early because you said, well, that Bucks are going to lose, I'm out of here, right? Orlando, okay, fine. And you have been at Another loss or two this year at home? Besides tonight? Please don't go again. That's all I'm going to say. If you've been at multiple losses at this arena this season, don't go again. Don't buy playoff tickets. Don't go to another regular season game. We'd appreciate you just not going to any more Bucks games the rest of the year. Now that you can't be a Bucks fan, you can be a Bucks fan. Just please don't come to the arena the rest of the year. You can see the Bucks again next season. The arena will still be the same, but please don't go again this year. Because if you go again this year and they lose again this year, then your friends are really going to dislike you. Your family members aren't going to be happy with you. Just don't go. Okay? Okay. 103.83, the Bucks get hammered by the Magic. Didn't think I was going to be saying that tonight. I saw Giannis wasn't playing hours before the game. I'm going, eh. Don't need him. Who cares? Vucevic isn't playing. Not Vucevic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mirtich isn't playing. Meh. Don't need him. It's the magic. You got some nice young players, but you're at home. You don't lose at home. You're the Milwaukee Bucks. You're the best team in the NBA. Surely you can beat an Orlando Magic team that's several games under 500 and several games under 500 on the road without your best player. And without your newest acquisition, who has yet to step on the court in Meritage. Surely you can beat him. Um, no. No. Mm. Oh, they lost. They they definitely lost. Uh, let, let's go inside the box score uh, quickly here. We've already got people calling, so and this is going to be fun. I wonder if these are people admitting that they've already been to a couple of losses this year. And maybe they'll come on there and just admit that they're not going anymore. Because really, at this point, you shouldn't. They, they only have had a handful of losses all year. If you've seen multiple losses at that arena, you need to stop going. There. Just just that simple. Hit the open. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. 
abcaudiovideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. I got to tell you, we got Mayor Mitch here. The chairman, Evan, other side of the glass, the DJ Wilson fan club. I, you know what came to me in the break? Or while that was playing? I uh, I looked over at the chairman to see, see how the boy was looking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to make a movie about this boy someday. I may be dead when it happens, but I'm telling you, someday... They're going to make a movie about Evan. I don't know what it's going to be about. But it's going, boy's over there wearing a Nassau cap. Got his, his locks <laughs> hanging out all over the place with a Brewer sweatshirt on. Headphones on. I'm telling you, they're going to make a movie about this guy. I'm telling you. Just remember, he was an intern at the fan at one point. But through all this, through we sat through this game and we still got excited when Trayvon Duval hit that three at the end of the game. You got two for two. You got to root for the young guys. I, he hit a I, shot yesterday. Hit a shot today. I'll be honest. I never heard of the guy until the Bucks signed him. I think it was before the season started. Yeah. Ooh, nineteen years old. Oh, he went to Duke. Oh, he's a five star recruit. Never heard of the guy. Oh, he went undrafted. Oh, wow. He's got potential though. But he Upside. can't shoot. But he can't shoot. But he can't shoot. But he can't shoot. Uh, well, I mean, Giannis hits a three from time to time too. So. Yeah, I know. But, but, I mean, yeah. you can you can impact games uh, other ways if you have a great handle. But you like the upside. For sure. You gamble I, on the upside. That's what the G League is for. Absolutely. For right. 103-83, magic over the Bucks. Chris Middleton. We're going to talk about don't him. Don't even. Just, we're going to talk, even... talk about that dude tonight. Four of 17 we do every from night. the floor. Literally I, every I, night. I, I know. Yeah, I know. And it's it's going to be it's gonna be special tonight. <laughs> Zero of four from three. Three of three from the line. 11 points, 12 boards, 4 assists, that's 1 just, steal. That's just sad. And 1 turnover. Uh, Brooke Lopez, 26 minutes, 4 of 12. Uh, he missed all six threes. No splashing tonight. 1 of 1 from the line. 9 points, 5 boards, 2 steals, 3 blocks, and a turnover. Malcolm Brogdon, 24 minutes, 4 of 18. 0 for 4 from 3. 6 of 6 from the free throw line. 14 points, 4 boards, 2 assists, 1 block, 3 turnovers. Eric Bledsoe, 29 minutes, 7 of 13, 2 of 4 from the 3, 3 of 6 from the free throw line. Why didn't he take like 30 shots? Uh, 19 points, 11 boards, 5 assists, and 1 turnover. 20 minutes for Tony Snell, 3 of 5 from the floor, 1 assist, 1 steal, 2 blocks for Tony Snell. Ursan Ilya Silva, 25 minutes, 1 of 5 from the floor, 0 of 2 from 3, 2 points, 7 boards, an assist, a block, and a turnover. 29 minutes for DJ Wilson, 2 of 8 from the floor, missed all five three-pointers. Four points, five boards, one assist, one steal, one turnover for DJ Wilson. 17 minutes for Pat Connaughton, 3 of 7 from the floor, 1 of 5 from 3, 7 points, one rebound for Pat Connaughton. 14 minutes for Sterling Brown, 0 of 3 from the floor, 0 of 2 from 3, no points, three boards, two assists, two turnovers for Sterling Brown. Four minutes uh, for Christian Wood, hit both free throws and a rebound for two points. Uh, Duvall, one of two, one of one from three. He had three points, one board, one assist in four minutes of action. The Bucks shoot 32.6%, a season low. Prior to that, it was 37% uh, when they played the Heat earlier this year. 46.8% for Orlando. Six of 35 from three. That's 17%, folks. Uh, 10 of 27 for 37% from three for Orlando. Free throw line, 15 of 18 for the Bucks. Five of six for the Magic. Rebounding, well, 57 to 51. Orlando advantage there. The Bucks with only 18 assists tonight. Uh, block shots, eight for Milwaukee. Uh, eight for Orlando. Turnovers, 12 for the Magic. And 10 for the Bucks. 103 83 Magic 
over the Bucks, and that one is in the books, and thank God we don't have to watch that again. They hopefully won't replay that on Fox Sports Wisconsin. There's no need to replay that. That should be a rule going forward, and it will never be because you have to, I, I would assume, I've never worked in TV. Well, I did, but not in production. But I, I would think you, you have to pre-program what you're going to do. Yeah. But it would be a nice rule for Brewers and Bucks games on Fox Sports Wisconsin that you don't replay losses. Maybe just throw the wild game in there or something If, if you lose, then just don't replay the loss. Like, why do I want to watch a loss for in the middle of the night or tomorrow during right. the day? I don't, I don't have any interest in that, right? But who knows? Okay, so the Bucks lose to the Magic tonight. We've already got people on hold. I, I would really like to know if, if there are people listening that have been to multiple losses this year, um, please call and just admit you're not going to anymore because there's no need for you to go further. You can, you can sit at home, watch a game on TV, you can sell your tickets. You can give your tickets away if you have them. Whatever. But there's really no need for you to go back. 414-799-1250. Mayor Mitch, where to? KJ in West Dallas is up first on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Probes postgame show. What's up, KJ? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Sparky, I immediately deleted that off my DVR, that game. Yeah, you should have. I, I don't want to see that nope. ever again. Um, had, has anybody seen... Chris Middleton tonight because he sure wasn't no show. on the court at all. No, complete I no mean, show. The guy sat out last night, so he should have been fresh. He's, you know, uh, he didn't play at all last night, so he should have been the guy that was carrying the team. This is the second time that Giannis hasn't played and Middleton doesn't show up. But if you look at his overall numbers this year, Middleton's put up some really good numbers with Middleton off the floor. Now, mind you, those would be rest times while Middleton, while Giannis is in the game resting, Middleton's on the floor without him. But as far as Giannis not playing whole games, I, I see where you're going. Yeah, no, he he just doesn't show up. He's the guy that's supposed to carry the load offensively and uh, be the spark when Giannis isn't playing, and he's not there. He's not that guy. Uh, you know, uh, this will be. Uh, and this is my hot take. This will be his one and only all-star appearance that you'll see, uh, Middleton. I just don't see him being a, a, an all-star again. Unless, unless they uh, trade him or and he's the guy and he just uh, magically puts together a 20-plus point uh, uh, average on another team, I just don't see him being a buck. Uh, all-star again. All right. Thanks for the call. I'm going to explain something to y'all. Chris Middleton this year is averaging 17 points per game, four rebounds, actually four assists, five and a half rebounds per game. Okay. That is a rebound and a half better than his career average. That is a full assist better than his career average. That's two points per game better than his career average uh, as well. Now, field goal percentage, down. Three-point percentage, down. Free throw percentage, down. Shots per game, up. Shot and a half per game more uh, than he's taken most of the time in his career. Minutes, down a half a minute, I guess, if you want to get technical about it, as far as career numbers. This is the thing about Chris Middleton, see? Um, Chris Middleton's in the All-Star game because the Bucks were first place in the East, and they wanted to make sure the Bucks had two representatives in the All-Star game. Do understand what this is all about? If the Bucks were the third or fourth seed, Chris Middleton's not in the All Star game. He's just not. He was a benefit of circumstance, and were three or four guys for Boonholzer back when Atlanta won sixty games. Benefit of circumstance. 
And that's why Chris Middleton's in the All-Star game. Not saying Chris Middleton's a bad player, because he's not. Chris Middleton's a good basketball player. But when you make the statement, well, he'll never be in another All-Star game, I think that will be false. If Chris Middleton maintains being a member of the Milwaukee Bucks, and they can somehow or another figure out how to stay atop the Eastern Conference going ahead, he will continue to play in All-Star games with Giannis, because more than likely he will be the second-best player on this team as far as scoring the basketball on a night-to-night basis, unless they were able to find a third a uh, great player to come in there and play. Milton becomes a third option. Then, obviously, that changes everything. But providing him, he is the number two option going forward, which is what I think he and the, well, I don't know about him, but what the Bucks I think, are looking at possibly going forward. Um, I would assume he's going to play more All-Star games because he's going to average 17 and 20 points a night going forward playing off Giannis. And he's going to be the second-leading scorer on this team. And if this team continues to be at the top of the East, then he'll be back. Now, if those two end up being a third or fourth seed consistently going forward because New York puts together a super team, Boston has their super team, and Philadelphia keeps what they have together. By the way, did you see that yesterday? That's pretty good for their first game. Uh, yeah, I know. You shoulder shrugged me. I know. Yeah, no big deal. But I'm telling you, those guys didn't even have a practice together. They did a shoot-around together in Philly. What's and what's, got what's, what's Denver's road record? Let me, let me look that and up real quick. And furthermore, well, yeah, but they're not a schlub. It's not Orlando, Mitch. No. It's not Orlando. The Nuggets are a pretty good team. And the Nuggets are getting Isaiah Thomas back. Isaiah Thomas is about to start rehab in the G League. And Isaiah Thomas, if Isaiah Thomas can be Isaiah Thomas of old for I that, couldn't I, care less that Isaiah Thomas is coming back. If I'm in the Western Conference, I care a lot. Because wow. if Isaiah Thomas okay. is Isaiah Thomas again, think about it. If Isaiah Thomas can be Jamal Crawford off the bench for that Nuggets team, that's a huge deal if he can throw a 15 a night off the bench for Denver. If that's what it ends up being. I'm just saying... Going forward, if Giannis and Middleton end up being, you know, a perennial three seed or four seed, no, then maybe he doesn't make another All Star team with the Bucks. But if they're sitting on top of the East year in and year out, and Giannis is the LeBron or, you know, the Michael, where their team is number one in the league year in and year out, yeah, he's going to continue to go back to the All Star game. He goes to another team, it might be a little bit more difficult for him. Then he's going to have to average a lot more points in order to get back to an All Star game. That's just what it is. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. All right, Mayor Mitch, where to? Mike and Tulsa, you're up next. What's up, Mike? What's up, Michael? What's up? Um, you guys are very um, giving to let me call into a big show in this show. I am a season ticket holder, um, but I give some away to clients, friends, sell some of the big games like Golden State. Okay. This was game number nine, and I have seen three losses. The Suns you're lost. Done. The Grizzlies lost. And this loss. So you're calling up to admit and you're not going anymore. I, I I don't. I already have a game. And this is Sparky. This is the horrible part. You can trade in some tickets to get tickets to other games. Right. I gave these tickets to friends for tonight in my normal seats, which is like in the corner row left. I traded up two games to get courtside in row triple C for this game. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's all on me. Uh, I, I definitely have to take. Some, some people to one more game, and if we lose that one more game, uh, I will not go to a playoff. When is that? The NBA uh, that is the Clippers game on a Thursday night, like end of March. Well, if there's playoff implications and seating implications, you're sick. I'm sick. Yes, if there's if there's if they're battling for the one seed, and that game's going to be pivotal yeah, because that's going to be the end of the year. Feeling goofy that morning. Yeah, you don't feel well. You you have nausea or something. But if if it's all locked up and it doesn't mean anything, then by all means, go have a fun time. Okay. Well, you can go with my ticket then, Sparky. Sure. Uh, fine. Okay. 
Sounds good. Yeah, that's fine. They haven't lost with me yet, so we'll go with that. All right, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. This is what I'm talking about. And you could say, oh, Sparky, don't be that way. No, I'm going to be that way. First of all, it's the first time we've ever been in a one seed this late in the year, as long as I've been alive. Number two, this basketball team has been dominant at home. Dominant. This is not like, oh, there are a couple games over 500 at home. I'm going to blame it on those that have seen multiple losses. No. Count them on one hand how many losses they got, folks. One hand. Not two hands. One hand. That dude saw three of the five losses? No more. No more. Mayor Mitch, where to? Let's go back out to the west side and talk to Bob. West side, Bob, you're up on the fan. Hey, how you doing? What's up, man? Hey, um, just want to chime in on this uh, Chris Middleton thing a little bit. Sure. Now, I wasn't in favor of... Chris Middleton being on the team further. I don't want the Bucks to resign him. However, correct me if I'm wrong. They could have already agreed to an extension. No, they could not have. No, he's got to opt out, and then they can talk about a new contract. Okay, so I I, I got a little faith in, in in horse right now. So I'm really thinking that they paying attention and they really seeing what Chris Middleton can do and can't do. And I think they're signing a price tag to him that I believe that if he don't agree to what the Bucks want him to agree to. I think the Bucks will let him walk. You know, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen, but uh, uh, I, I'm still on the Bucks bandwagon. Go Bucks. Oh, oh, hold on. Don't hang up. Are you there? Okay. Okay. So let's say they don't re-sign Milton. They go, Chris, it's been real. We know you want to be here, but we're good. And they let him walk. Mm-hmm. What What then? Because if they don't get anybody else and they go into next season and if Bledsoe doesn't come back and it's Brogdon as your number two to Giannis, mm-hmm. what, what are you going to tell the fans? Well, here, here's what I think most fans already feel, that if Chris Middleton wanted 25 to $30 million, I think most fans would be fine with letting Chris Middleton walk Agreed. and saving that money to, you know, to, to sign somebody or find a journeyman, an old veteran or something. But it's starting to become clear that 17 points a game is really not that hard to feel. All right. Thanks for the call. See, this summer is going to suck. It is. I mean, I I don't even – I really am really sick of talking about the summer because I don't even – John Horse was just on Bill Michaels' show. And John Horse, I'll paraphrase it, said something along the lines of, we're not a flash in the pan, we're going to be here for the long term or long run. And when I heard it, I said, so we have deals done with people that we just don't know yet? Like – You've got a contract hammered out with Middleton's agent. You got a contract hammered out with Bledsoe, and you're convinced Brooke Lopez is this guy going forward. And you got that deal done. Like I don't, I don't understand how you make that. Me personally, I don't understand how that statement's made unless you're certain of what's on this roster when the summer is done. How, how in the world do you make that statement? And to his credit, he hasn't missed. I mean, he hasn't really made any bad moves at all. He, the 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 Miritich trade, unbelievable. A plus, can't yep. question it, right? Yeah. So it's not like I'm questioning them, but I just don't understand. Well, I guess I am questioning. I don't understand how you can make that statement unless you have it locked up already. Like, I got it all done with his agent. I can't talk about it, but he's back. Bledsoe's back. We're gonna make this all work under the cap, money wise. So the owner don't have to pay me luxury tax, and we're good. I don't. Zach tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan. I just have a gut feeling the Bucks will overpay for Middleton. 
With all the max spots and open cap space, someone will offer him big money, and we better not match or try and beat the offer that Zach. Zach, I'm pretty sure that is echoed by most of the people listening. It could be wrong. It could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure that that's probably the deal. Eric tweets at the fan, burn the tape, move on. Hashtag fear of the deer. I think they will definitely do that, except I don't think it's tape anymore. Uh, Brew America. It's noticeable when Giannis' 30 points aren't there. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, so far, we've had one person call in and admit that they've been to multiple games uh, and they only have one game left. And I, I think he agreed to the fact that if that is any type of playoff seeding possibility at the end of March, that he's just not going to go. And I'll go for him or somebody else will go for him. That'd be but nice. Doesn't have to be me. Anybody can go. I don't really care who goes for him. But if you've been to multiple losses, please don't go again. So one thing I thought of um, when Mike called in, he said he gave his tickets to some of his friends. Mm-hmm. What if the, what if those people, that was their first game this year, right? First Bucks game in 15 years. No Giannis tonight. What do you think that does to them? Don't care. Oh, I don't care either, but I'm just saying that there's a lot of people Listen, out there. Nope, I'm not going to be a hypocrite about this. I said this in the past with LeBron, right? And uh, who are, who is the other? Uh, the, oh, San Antonio. The, those are oh, the other it, ones. Right? The other fools. Like well, that. Duncan and Ginobili and those guys when yeah. they were sitting. Well, yeah, he my, my rule has always been the same, and it's what Silver has talked about, and I'm with him. If you are going to sit and rest star players, then you sit and rest them at home. You want to screw your own home fans? That's on you. They got all kinds of chances to see you. When you only go into the city possibly once for an entire season, maybe twice, and they're perfectly fine and not playing like Giannis, then I have a problem. I have zero issue with Giannis playing yesterday and not playing against Orlando tonight. I have no problem with it. None. Because if Giannis is here as long as everybody thinks they're going to be here, you probably will have another opportunity to see Giannis at some point. I'm sorry that you got screwed, that you didn't get to see him, but it's not like you're in San Antonio and you may never get to see him again, or whatever the case may be. You only get one shot a year. So they did it the right way. I doubt anybody was paying tickets to see Chris Middleton yesterday, so I doubt anybody could care less that they didn't see Middleton yesterday. But Giannis is a big deal, no question. Giannis goes out to D.C. to play you know, the Wizards. Those people out there saving up their money is like, dude, I'm going to go see Giannis. Just like, dude, I'm going to go see Kobe. Or I'm going to go see LeBron. Or I'm going to go see James Harden. That's what it is. So when he doesn't, when he sits on the road healthy, I have a problem with that. Sits at Rome healthy. Sits at home healthy. I don't, that doesn't bother me as much. Yes, you're screwing your home fan base, but that's a lot better than screwing the people on the road that may never get a chance to see him again. So that's where I'm at on that one. Uh, okay, let's get to a sports flash here. Uh, with the mayor, Mitch Ross, Bucks lose tonight, 103-83. Plenty of room for you to jump aboard uh, here on the postgame show. I haven't even threw out the topic yet, uh, but we will get to that uh, as well. And again, I'm just on this all night. If you've been to multiple losses and they've only got five, please don't go anymore. Give your tickets to somebody else. You've seen multiple games. You've been to the new arena. You know what it looks like. Just give your tickets away to anybody. doesn't really matter. Find people. Homeless we'll guys. take them. Homeless guys on the street. Here you go. Go to a Bucks game. Here, here's some money. Go get yourself a couple of drinks. Go to a Bucks game. They'd love you for life. All right. What's with you and homeless man? Homeless people going to games. It's what's kind wrong of a with thing that? these days. I don't care. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> why can't they go to games? No, they can. It's just it yeah. seems to pop in your head a lot lately. Yeah, you talking about the Jaguar comment I made <laughs> yeah. months ago on the Big Show? <laughs> I guess I did do that. One hundred three eighty three magic over the Bucks. Here's Mitch. 
Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. 103-83 Magic over the Bucks tonight. A clunker for the Bucks. Just try and move on and forget about it. No Giannis. Uh, no Miritich. Uh, hasn't played yet. Maybe he plays Monday night against the Bulls. Uh, we'll see what happens. Only a couple games left here. Uh, and then it's the All-Star break. Got Monday and Wednesday, and that's it. Let's hope they don't, uh, you know, pack it in. They won't pack it in. Nah, I'm not worried about that. Giannis will play against the Bulls, and then everything will be back to normal again, and they hammer the Bulls. That's what I think is going to happen. What about Wednesday at Indiana? Yeah, no. Indiana's playing all right, though. They're, they're playing they all right. I mean, they're they're not going be, away. They'll be fine. They'll probably still be the five seed when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. See what Wes Matthews does for those guys. Uh, okay, Mitch, what do you got there? Courtesy uh, of Fox Sports play Wisconsin. Of the game, Brooke Lopez, Splash Mountain. Well, none of that tonight, but he did have a big block on Aaron Gordon there in the fourth quarter. In the second quarter. A little bit different. A little bit. Absolute shutdown stuff. Aaron Gordon is on his back. Brooke Lopez. Stop him. Cold. Cold. Yeah, and uh, see the Bucks have a transition opportunity there. Ruined. And they, they, they blew it. I mean, I think he was bleeding from the side of his face, to be honest with you, after that play. So. Maybe. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> That's what I say, too. I can just quickly. Well, we'll do it when we eye up the enemy in a little bit because I want to talk about Orlando a little bit uh, coming up. Uh, okay, where are we going next on the phones, Mayor Mitch? Trell on the north side checking in tonight. He's got some positives. What's up, Trell? What's going on, you guys? Hey, man. Oh, sparky, sparky, sparky. This is my thing right here. Tonight we found out that this is the reason Giannis is the MVP. Correct. We also found out that. This is the reason why I've been having the position I have with Chris Middleton. Because he got, I mean, I've seen this one coming. Bud gave him a day off. Knowing Giannis play this game, he's going to rest Giannis in this yep. game and bring Chris back. Right. And we get and we get dubbed at home. I mean, that that's just not a good look, man. It's not a good look. But at the same time, I think you had a, a caller earlier that had brought up, I think John Horse is, is more – He's got a little more gamble in him. He 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 does his job. I think I think you had John Hammond on there talking about that he was good at what he's doing, but I kind of can see his formula and how he do things. I don't think they they are going to um, overpay Chris Middleton. I think the Bucks believe that by their name coming up in the Anthony Davis discussions, that hey, we didn't get Anthony Davis, but we're going to get somebody. If we come, if we come to him, that because you can get a player to come play with Giannis, um, with, with the, the way the Bucks are playing, we're the number one seed in the whole entire league this late in the season. I like having Budenholzer um, there, uh, coaching those All Stars. I'm a big fan of that. Get to understand Bud a little bit more, and some of those guys already know him from when he coached the All Star game a couple of years back. So that's not bad either, right? Because uh, actually, Sparky, I, I'm thinking about looking at it like this. I don't even want to get into the territory to pay Chris Milton. I would rather re-sign Miritic to a, a, a nice, reasonable deal, re-sign Brogdon because he's a restricted free agent, and go for a big fish guard somewhere that I think I can get. I'm not bringing Bledsoe back or I'm not bringing Milton back. If I'm going to throw $25, 30000000 I'll throw that Kemba. 
and sell them on the opportunity to come play with Giannis. Or I'll do it to another guard, somebody who you might think you can get that's to that caliber who's a free agent. I'm doing that. That's what I'm giving 25-30, that when I rest Giannis tonight, you're going to give me buckets. I know you can get this team to a win when Giannis is out on a rest night. See, and that's just it. That's and that, well, right, but that but that's the other thing, too, is when you get to the playoffs, if – you know, Giannis, you know, ends up with a high ankle sprain or something like that and can't play and can't play in a game and it's an elimination game. Oh, Lord. I mean, it's not it's going to be a problem or it's a the tie series with two games to go in the series. And all of a sudden you're down a game. If he's not healthy, Sparky, our season is over. I mean, that's it's as simple as that. When you start playing those teams like that in the playoffs, that's why his help is paramount. His health is terrible. I have no problem with him sitting. I think it was, this was a great opportunity to sit him on the back-to-back come home. I'm He's with you. He got 41 home games. Yep. He got 41 home games. So if you miss him this time, you're going to have another opportunity to see him. Or I next mean, year. Or the, the yeah, next exactly. year, year after that. Exactly right. I totally agree. Thanks for the call, Trail. Enjoy the rest of the night. I, this is my thing, right? I don't want you to overreact necessarily to a bad shooting night. Lopez missed six threes, folks. Brogdon missed four. Middleton missed four. DJ Wilson missed five. I mean, they all missed that many three-pointers. All on the same night at the same time. Part Some of that is kind of coincidental. Happenstance of kind of just, it happened all together at the same time, and you're in trouble. If they have Giannis, do they win the game? Yeah, maybe. It definitely very well could happen because it frees up Brogdon a little bit more, frees up a lot of guys because he's going to draw all the coverage on him, and he's going to get his 25 or 30. So maybe they probably win this game at home against the Magic if Giannis wins, but still, it was still a horrible shooting night, right? I mean, I don't don't think I'm overstating this or understating it. I think it's right where it's supposed to be. When you shoot, what was the number, 32.6%, you're not beating anybody in this league more times than not. When you shoot 17% from three, you're not beating anybody in this league. They scored 34 points in the second half. Correct. But but to say that, well, it's on Middleton, they scored 49 in the first half. They scored 50 in the first quarter previously. But again, people are just people expect him to step up in situations like this. He's done it before. You haven't really seen it this year, though. I don't know what it is. Well, I, I doesn't matter to me. I mean, when you sit there and you start talking about these playoff matchups, okay? Yeah. And we start talking about uh, it's almost it's almost that time, right? Start talking about Philadelphia. Now, you can arrange those guys however you want. Butler, Embiid, Embiid, Butler, whatever. Say it's Embiid, Butler, right? So it's Embiid and Giannis. We're going to compare, right? Yeah. And then Butler and Middleton. Can Middleton match up with Butler scoring wise, game in game out? Last night, I think Butler only took. 10, 12 shots, something like that? Nine shots? I mean, he, they, he sacrificed they, his shots last night, and everybody else got going on their shots, and they won the game. Now, how long will that last? I have no idea, but I'm just saying, from a scoring standpoint, can you match up? And now your third option in that series is going to be Bledsoe against what? Tobias Harris, as far as scoring goes? Because Ben Simmons ain't going to score a whole bunch, I wouldn't think. And then J.J. Redick and Malcolm Brogdon? That's how the scoring goes? And then Brooke Lopez versus Ben Simmons, I guess. When you start talking about starting five, is who's got to score? The thing about Philly is, I think four of their five starters need the ball. Reddick doesn't, except for Reddick. That's the one guy. I mean, yeah. Simmons has to have the ball to but do he's anything not, on, on, positive he, on the court. But he doesn't have to shoot. No, like, he doesn't have that's to shoot. That's not but something he, he needs to do. He is, you know, he is a facilitator. He's a driving kick guy. 
Um, this is where Simmons has to be a leader for the first time in his career. And then Embiid, he's he, he's got to get the ball. He, he can he can score from all over the court pretty yep. much, but he's got to have the ball. And then Butler and Harris are kind of the same player offensively. I just want to know if Tobias Harris is just going to sit in the corner and wait for the ball every game. He could. Very well, because he's shooting the three think, at a high enough Tobias, level that he could. I think Tobias is a, is a team enough player, and he knows he's going to get looks. I don't think he's one to mouth off and chirp like Jimmy. No. But I don't know. We'll see. All right. And that's the thing, too. Jimmy Butler. I mean, he's <laughs> but when he you is start, unpredictable, and, and, and he's already sort of voiced frustrations with his early. role in the offense, and now you have another guy. But if you look at number twos on every other team with their star player, how does Middleton then match up with that player? Yep. scoring-wise, defensively, and everything else across the board. You feel comfortable that he either is even or has the advantage in those matchups. Giannis is going to have the advantage in his matchup nine out of, well, 9.9999 out of 10 times per game. He's going to have the advantage as far as what he's going to do against his guy. But what about Middleton in his matchup? So, I mean, if, if you look at Boston, I think Giannis and, I guess, Kyrie would kind of cancel each other out in terms of mm-hmm. star power. And after that, I mean, Middleton might sneak in right there with Boston, right? Sure. Unless I'm thinking, I mean, Tatum, but you know, he's kind of had, he's not having, you know, Boston's they're they're still learning how to. They've got balanced scoring around Kyrie. They've got a lot of good players around Kyrie. Point lead tonight, right? They've got good players around Kyrie, but they don't have that great player. And Gordon Hayward was supposed to be that. I mean, Horford's not getting any younger. No, he's 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 a he's a great great player. He's. He's in the hall of very good. And then you look at Toronto. And Toronto now has Marcus Gasol to go along with Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard. Mm. I think the more I think about it, I think I'm underestimating the Gasol trade, but And Siakam, not. you know, he plays like he does against uh, he's, the Bucks. He's probably the most improved player. He's going to be a problem too. All right, let's go back to phones and go 414-799-1250. Magic over the Bucks 10383 where to now, man. David leaving the game tonight. What's up, David? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's uh, sure. my birthday, so I might say some crazy oh, things. Happy so, birthday. Uh, thank you, boss. I appreciate you. Uh, I want to kind of add some context to the conversation to the loss tonight, uh, and I want to actually bring up an old buck. I want to bring up Jabari Parker. Okay. So when we took Jabari second overall, which we invested in him as a franchise, let's ask ourselves, where's Jabari now? Yep. And then let's try to ask ourselves, too, where's Chris Middleton going to be now? How do we acquire Chris Middleton? He was an add-on. John Hammond, he, he just kind of threw him in. Well, it was the trade. only player that him and Dumars could put in the trade to make it work financially. So that's right. how he ended up in the trade. So let's ask ourselves about Chris Middleton. Is he is he somebody that we're going to probably invest in, to our, in in our future the same way we passed on Jabari Parker? Absolutely not. And I don't, I don't see why we would. Giannis is the team. He's the franchise. You know, if there's an opportunity for Horse to get a different player, a different number two, a different Jabari, a different Chris Milton, I think he, he moves forward in that. I don't. Chris Milton proved tonight he's not a number one. He missed so many shots, so many bunnies, so many threes, so many layups. You know, and and I get the game was you know they didn't expect to win tonight. I mean, it's a you know you're coming. It's a long flight. No, I disagree. I, I think the Bucks players expected to win tonight. I, I disagree with that. I think they came in thinking they were going to probably roll out the ball and win the game. I, I really, I, I would be surprised if they had any other mentality well, coming to the game. Especially when they jumped out 8 nothing. Even Novak said it. Before the game, they were loosey-goosey and having fun out there without Giannis. He goes, in some teams, your star player's not playing. You're a little tighter. You're a little tense. You're like, man, we're going to have to do this ourselves without Giannis tonight. And 
it was the exact opposite feel for this Bucks team before the game. So I think it was going to be roll out the ball and we're just going to win because we're that good at home. And then all of a sudden shots weren't falling and, and they lost. Well, let me ask you this question. Is Boonholzer, he's from the Popovich tree, right? Yep. Am I right about this? Correct. Wasn't he like, a, like an assistant for Popovich? Yep. And Popovich does the same stuff, man. For like 18 he knows, years. He knows that basically you're going to have on an 82-game season, you're going to have a couple, you got to take some losses. Sure. You have to almost plan the losses. Yep. And, and this almost felt like, yeah, sure, they went up 8 nothing. But when then when Orlando went up twenty to ten or whatever, you know, myself being at the game, you know, Orlando, you could just feel it. DJ Augustine looked like an all star. I don't know who that Tyron Ross guy was. Terrence he like Ross. A, he looked like, like a genius. Yeah. I mean, he's hitting shots he probably never hit in his whole life. No, he's a good player. He had what do you have? Twenty five or thirties last game. Thanks for the call. Look, I, Terrence Ross. I wanted him out oh, of draft and, if you remember and, correctly. Correct. So did I. That was the John Henson draft. Right, and and, and he uh, went before the Bucks, and the Raptors drafted him, and then he, it never worked out in Toronto. And let's be thankful that he didn't end up in Philly, or or back in Toronto. Um, I thought I saw that that was out there for you know around the deadline that Ross for could Fultz, get moved. Yep, that um, was. But they ended up getting him for I don't know, Jonathan Simmons. Nothing. They got rid of a contract that they didn't that they never should have signed. Right. And Simmons coming from San Antonio. Hammond's good at making um, up for his mistakes. But he had to give up a one and a two in order to get it done. And like Hammond said after that deal, you know, it was uh, low risk, high reward, and that was a big deal. All right. Uh, we have we have Matt Velasquez. Oh, good. All right, let's go to Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Island. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, let's uh, talk more about this Bucks loss to the Orlando Magic now uh, as they lose 103-83 to with Matt Velasquez of the Journal Sentinel. Matt, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. As you can well imagine, it's the Milton Bash session uh, tonight because he didn't do uh, enough offensively in this loss when it was, as fans would say, looking at him to be the number one, here's your chance to go be that all-star. And obviously he didn't step up offensively tonight. No, he didn't. And it's kind of hard to find guys who did. I mean, Eric Bledsoe was pretty solid. I mean, 7 of 13, uh, 19 points. But outside of that, like, good good grief. Like, there was not much going on there. Uh, This is the worst shooting night of the Bucks season, whether you look at overall three-pointers, you name it, it was bad. I thought, game, Bledsoe, but... I thought Bledsoe played pretty well offensively tonight, and you could probably argue he probably should have took him more shots than he did. He probably should have. Uh, you know, he had six points in the first, like, two or three minutes, and, you know, then was kind of pedestrian after that. I mean, generally, he was he was the bright spot. If you had to pick a bright spot, that, that would be it. Uh, but overall, this game was just really bad by the home team, and, you know, Bud after game said, you know, credit to the Magic, but we're going to throw this one in the trash and move on. I think that's what you have to do at this point, and I would assume that Giannis will be ready and uh, able to go on Monday against the Bulls. Oh, yeah. I, there's no expectation that he'd be out any longer than tonight, um, trying to get him some rest. And, you know, I guess if, if you want to look at it this way, you'd rather have him sit out this game and sit out a more important one uh, down the season because he's actually hurt. You, you want to give him the chance to, to get his legs under him and rest when he can during the season. It, they did that with him last year at different points, you know, using knee soreness like they did tonight as a as a reason to sit. Uh, obviously, you know, his knees do take a lot of a uh, uh, beating. You know, again, up and down the court, dunking as much as he does. Um, so, you know, sometimes you have to, give, have to give him a night off. And on the nights they've given him off earlier this year, the Bucks have 
generally been fine, and tonight they were anything but fine. Talk with Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Do you expect Miritich to play Monday? You know, so far it seems like it, it seems like it's a thing that we can expect. Um, you know, we talked to Nico before the game, and, and he said that they he might have been able to go tonight, but they wanted to be cautious and uh, give him some time. That also gives him the off day tomorrow, where uh, I, I don't expect that will be practice after a back to back. But you know, the coaches and Miritich probably get it, get together a little bit more than they have been able to in the past 24 hours uh, and get him up to speed a little bit, and then he'll have shoot around on Monday and. You know, he, he says he's feeling pretty good with his calf strain injury. Um, so I think that, yeah, it makes sense for him to make his debut on Monday. So what is a Matt Velasquez going to do? I mean, there's only two games left, and then is the All-Star break. Do you get a uh, free trip down to the All-Star game to cover the festivities, or do you yeah. get to uh, go to Costa Rica and play some Boonholzer? Man, I wish I could go to Costa Rica. I went there for my honeymoon, and it was fantastic. Um, but I'll be in Charlotte. I'll be hitting Chicago and Indiana this week, come back home. Uh, and then immediately get back on the road again to go to Charlotte for a couple of days and, and see what's going down in, in Charlotte and you know then, then rest up for a day or two and get ready for the second part of the season. Yeah, good stuff. Matt, thanks so much for coming on. All right, you bet. There he is, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local, common-sense lending to your community since 1935. All right, time now for the Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza Play of the Game. We know you can do that. Giannis You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Craft Pizzas. All right, now let's uh, see what Mayor Mitch and the chairman, Evan, picked tonight. Well, wasn't too much to cheer about tonight, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, but the Bucks hit a franchise record 721 threes for the season on this shot from Eric Bledsoe. Bledsoe over Vucevic. Eric Bledsoe, two for three on triples. He's rolling tonight with 17. Just a couple long balls to go. I mean, that'll help too, but... All right, there Not he is. Not even to the All-Star break. Not even to the All-Star break. They're going to have a 1,000. Hmm? Wow. Pretty impressed? A little bit, yeah. Pretty impressed that with one more win, they lock up a winning record for the yeah. year and before the All-Star three break. Three more wins, they match last year's total? Uh-huh. They could have had last year's total at the All-Star break had they won tonight with two left to play. But yeah, well. 83 points. They're not going to do that very much. The rest of the season, I could, but guarantee you, they're not going to score only eighty-three points very many more times the rest of the year. They lose tonight to the Magic. I get to another sports flash with Mayor Mitch. If you're on hold, we'll get to you coming up next. Plus, we got to go over the injury report, which we heard of a little bit there with uh, Matt Velasquez. Drive of the game still to come, and we'll and get we you the Miritich presser as well. Miritich presser, and we'll hear from Coach Boonholzer all coming up here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, presented to you by Sir Screaming Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizzas. By the way, Pick and Save. Always has deals going. They had a deal the other day. It was two for ten, I want to say, at Pick and Save the other day when I was there. Always get deals on those pizzas at Pick and Save. Go, 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 go. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan.
All right. Bucks uh, lose to the Magic tonight, 103-83. Coach Boonholzer, I can't imagine, is too pleased. But, again, at the end of the day, this is one of those games, man. Yeah, he, he made his bed. He decided to sit Giannis. So it, it's fine. That's what happens. It's not end-of-the-world stuff. No, it's not. But, again, if this is, like, the second or third loss you've seen at the arena, don't go anymore. Just give or take somebody else. You've seen multiple games. You know what the arena looks like. You're good. And don't you dare go to the playoffs. <laughs> They only have five losses at home, and you've seen two or three of them. No more. We're done. They only have three losses to give in the playoffs. So, don't. I, I'm being serious. I'm serious. Do not go to the playoffs. Don't go. You ever had one of those years where every time you go see a team, they lose, and about after the fourth or fifth time, you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm probably not a, doing this probably anymore. Some of those, you know, those Ken Maka years with the Brewers, Brewers right? Yes, right. Where you're just like, duh. Like I'm Every not, time I go, they lose four to one I'm to just, the Reds. I'm just not going back. I'm just not. I can't. I, a, I'm sick of watching them lose, and B, I think I'm bad luck. I'm just not doing this anymore. Uh, all right, let's hear what Coach Boonholzer had to say. Um, you know, first, I think a lot of credit to Orlando. You know, they played well. They shot the ball well. First half, I, I don't know what they ended up shooting for the game from three, but 37. So, um, credit to them. They played well. You know, um, we'll probably put this one in the trash can and, and move on. Obviously, not a great shooting night for you guys. But did you did you generally like the looks you were getting, or what did you think about where the shots were coming from? Um, I mean, it's going to sound probably not very smart or wise, but I, I felt like we actually had a, a good number of good looks, um, kind of normal looks. We certainly had some possessions that were stagnant and kind of stalled out and, and didn't get didn't get good looks on, um, you know, all of our possessions, but. I, I did, we weren't good offensively, but you know I think there there are certainly I'm sure opportunities to get better ones. But I also feel like you know we just didn't have a good shooting night. How do you try to get guys to get through that? It just felt like in the third quarter, all of a sudden shots were missing, and then it was settling for a, a step back, turn around. I tried the the great coaching trick of telling them to keep shooting, and it didn't seem to work tonight. So. Um, you know, it, the guys have been amazing all year, and um, they'll be amazing going forward. So, um, you know, it's it's they're, they're they're in a good place. I think you know we just we just didn't have uh didn't have it tonight. If there was a bright spot, you know, Bled nineteen nineteen points, seven or thirteen shooting, it seemed like he could kind of make some things happen. Just what do you think about him? Today? Yeah, I mean, the way he started the game, you know, it was just like getting to the paint. I think he had you know six points in the first you know ten or uh, two minutes and. Uh, you know, overall, I thought he did a lot of good things. Um, you know, he kind of gave us a chance uh, with his scoring, with his attacking. Um, so I thought, you know, he was a bright spot. I know after that second game of the back-to-back against the Heat, when you guys didn't make shots that night, you talked about the defense and how pleased you were. How would you feel about the effort there? I know you said they made shots. but Yeah, no, I mean, uh, probably not as good as that night, but, you know, still I think 103 points for them tonight and, um, you know, a night when our offense was probably putting our defense on its heel most of the time. Um, so I, I think, you know, overall the defense was probably, you know, passable or, or good. Um, and the third or that second quarter, they just kind of carved us up. Um, I thought DJ Augustine was kind of just orchestrating and getting everything he wanted. The three threes that Ross hit in the first half were, you know, just really, really high, high difficult. I would say, you know, pretty good defense. He still made them. Um, Isaac made a couple threes, and so, um, anyways, the second quarter they got away from us. They carved us up. They did.
they did carve them up, but there's no question about that. Uh, quickly here, before we get to uh, Eye on the Enemy, I had our guy, Chairman uh, Evan, go find me numbers from this year when Giannis did not play in the game to see what Chris Middleton's numbers kind of look like. Uh, against Toronto, he had 14 points, uh, four boards, eight assists. Against Cleveland, 16 points, seven boards, three assists. Uh, against Washington, 25 points, eight boards, three assists. Against Orlando, 11 points. That was a loss. Uh, 12 boards, four assists. Right. So two were wins and two were losses, if I'm looking at this correctly, uh, in those games. So to give you an idea of kind of what he is, average-wise, he went through and did the whole thing. 16.5 points, 7.8 rebounds, 4.5 assists, and a steal. So and overall, it's not that much of a difference, I guess, from his regular numbers uh, throughout the course of a year. Uh, but tonight, obviously, didn't score all that much. But again, the whole basketball team didn't score. So I do remember that. All right, let's eye up the enemy. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. All right, 103.83, let's eye up the enemy and the Orlando Magic. And I would be lying to you if I said I don't get a little bit of a soft spot with John Hammond uh, being in Orlando and looking at this basketball team. The Jonathan Isaac pick, I just think, is going to be huge for them in a couple of years. I just do. You, you are continuing to see his progression last year, this year, uh, going forward. Aaron Gordon needs to be on another basketball team. I, I don't – who is Aaron Gordon? Who Who is Aaron Gordon at the end of the day? Is he Blake Griffin? Not even is is that what he's less than Blake Griffin? You think? I think he's that's probably a decent comparison, but um, he's not as big as Blake. Uh-uh. No, I'm just I'm just wondering. I, I've been trying to figure out a comparison for I mean, him in my you brain. Know, he's he's kind of a tweener in the bad way. So you've got Blake Aaron Gordon, um, who I think eventually they have to get rid of. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, I like him. Seventeen and six tonight. Vucevic, I don't know what happens with Vucevic this summer. But again, tonight, 15 points, 17 boards, 5 assists, 7 of 16 from the floor for Vucevic. Just an absolute monster I mean, at times. He, he honestly, he could be Brooke Lopez. I mean, he, he, can, he can do what Brooke does. Well, yeah, he, but he, he could can, be that. But he actually rebounds at a high level versus blocking out for others to rebound. True. Right, that's the difference. He actually gets the boards versus, well, I'm going to be here and help everybody else get boards. I'd, in a way, rather, I know, sometimes it comes back to haunt them, but I'd rather probably have a guy who just moves three guys out of the way. I mean, you saw it, you see it a couple times every game where he's he's more worried about boxing out right. and grabbing than somebody Correct. somebody else comes in Giannis and gets it. gets those high rebound numbers. Uh, or somebody from the other team sometimes right. comes and gets that it because Bledsoe's sure. sleeping or whatever. Yep. Fournier uh, was a guy that was in Denver for a while. Uh, he's he's not been good this year. I mean, he's he, – I tweeted out earlier tonight, him and, him and Middleton are the same guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are. Like, they're – they're shooters that can't shoot. I think Middleton's a much better basketball player than Fournier, though. Yes. I, I think he's a lot more useful. Yeah, I, I like Middleton a lot more than I like Fournier. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Ross, been waiting on that dude forever. That, that, was, that was a little, you know, emotional. Yeah, that was a, quite a bit emotional. <laughs> uh, Terrence Ross, uh, been waiting on this dude forever to, to figure it out. If he figures it out, then it's going to be fun to see what, what they do there uh, at, at that position. I just think... At the end of the day, I think if Fultz, if, if Fultz can be an impact player for the Magic, they might be okay. 
if it's Fultz, Fournier, Isaac, and Gordon next year, and somehow or another they keep Vucevic, that starting five could be See, fun to watch. The problem with the Magic, though, Sparky, is that Vucevic and Ross are, I mean, they're free agents this summer. Correct. So you're, losing, said, you're losing a huge chunk of it. Somehow and, and, or another. And here again, John Hammond finds himself in, in a predicament where he's got a team that's not a playoff team. He's got guys that, you know, he's going to have to overpay probably to keep. You know, guys that you, I think I mean, if you're Vucevic, Hammond, is, Vucevic if you, is 30 years old. If you're Hammond, you try to, if you're going to lose Vucevic or Ross, you're just hoping you can do a sign and trade, get something back. That's what you hope for. Now, whether or not I mean, they Vucevic, he's an all star. Right. Oh, I know. I understand. I like Vucevic. That's what I say. Somehow or another, they keep Vucevic. See, I would keep Vucevic and trade Gordon if it was me. That's what I would do. I, I'd figure that out one way or the other, but I don't know what type of market of course, value Aaron Gordon has. Gordon struggles against the Bucs, so we really. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I can't have an objective opinion on him because he's averaging every game. He's either hurt against the Bucks right. or he, he's he's six for fifteen. He's like averaging tonight. about sixteen and seven uh, this a season. game at this point. Yeah. So Middleton, yeah, to a degree. Previous ten games, sixteen six, five assists, a block about a block a game, forty three percent from the field in thirty five minutes in the last uh, ten games for them. Uh, okay, so there is your eye on the enemy. Let's take another call here. What we got? Charlie was at the game. What's up, Charlie? Hey, guys. Good evening. evening. Um, I really thought uh, this would be a good opportunity for Middleton to shut me up and a lot of other people that don't want to pay him $30 million next year and the preceding years. And, of course, he lays another egg. you know. And I know he had a good game against Washington. Thanks for reading off those numbers on the other games where Giannis didn't play. Because I remember him underperforming, and I just don't—I just don't understand why he can't be the player he was a couple years ago when Giannis is out. Like, why is that not possible? Why doesn't he take control? Why doesn't the offense go through him? I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was no spacing tonight. Everyone when they caught the ball had no shot. Yep. Everyone when they drove, there was no lanes. I mean, when Giannis isn't out there, it's like when Rodgers is is down. It's the same thing. What I don't understand is why don't they... Years ago. Correct. I don't know if you... I mean, when was that? In January of 16 or 15, he averaged 27 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. He was the guy. I mean, right. he can do it, but, he, you know, he can do it in the mid-range area, you know, his old man mid-range game, which I love. In the two-man game, he's good. But in, in Budenholzer's system... Let's be honest, Sparky. Okay, it's a the guys break down on the perimeter. They attack. They get to the paint. Giannis, Brogdon, Bledsoe. They get to the paint. Middleton doesn't fit this system. He doesn't break down a D and get to the paint. That's not his game. And he doesn't even jack up eight or nine threes a game, which he should be doing. He to me tonight. I don't get where he fits long term. This is a, a terrible decision. If we give him thirty million long term, oh, he's not going to do it, man. I know. I'm just. We got to try and figure out not to think about the summer and just enjoy what we have. I. It's very difficult because you're getting emotional, like I get emotional. I start thinking about paying that dude that much money. But he to has clarify, a good point. As people have pointed out to me in the past, and they are right. Middleton has never said he wants thirty million. Middleton has never said the number that he's going to ask for. Furthermore, Middleton has never even said if he's going to opt out or not for free agency. Correct. 
Middleton has never said, I'm definitely opting out for free agency this summer. No, he, he, he wouldn't. I mean, right? that's not something I mean, you do. But... You, you, but nobody, he has not said it. His agent has not said it. We are all assuming he's going to do it. Furthermore, nobody has said what he wants on the open market. There have been no reports from anybody. I agree with all this. Saying but... that Middleton definitely wants around $30 million or somewhere in that area. Gary Wolfel has brought it up in the past. But as far as the mouthpiece for the Bucks, Zach Lowe, he hasn't said anything yet. So once the Bucks feed Zach Lowe, whatever they're going to feed him, then we'll find out what really is going on at this point and go from there. Uh, okay, let's go do the uh, injury report. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, uh, as we talked about earlier with Matt Velasquez, uh, knee soreness for Giannis. That's why he doesn't play tonight. Uh, Vucevic, strained calf. Matt Velasquez seems to think he's going to play on Monday, uh, and that's kind of where we're at on Miritich? that. Yeah, Miritich. You said Vucevic. Uh, I keep saying Vucevic instead of Miritich all night because they played Vucevic. Two Nikolas. Yeah. Uh, Nikola so Jokic, Miritich, and Vucevic. And he's the worst of the three. Miritich is? Right. Of the three you just said. Yeah, probably. I guess. Yeah, he's the worst of the three. Uh, so, uh, Miritich, uh, calf strain, he should be ready to go on Monday against the Bulls, his former team. So that should be fun. I just got to think they just hammered the Bulls. Wizards took care well, of them tonight with, we, uh, I shouldn't say we, the Bucks haven't lost back-to-back games all year. So that's all I got to say about that. Tonight. I would be, oh my gosh, I would be catatonic if they lost to the Bulls on Monday. <laughs> we got to talk about that, uh, that Bulls game coming up when we do our forward thinking, uh, segment, but, uh, that's. That sums up your injury report, uh, and of course, DiVincenzo is still banked up uh, as well with his uh, uh, bursitis that he's got going on. But the walking boot is off, so good. That's good. Uh, okay, let's look at take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll hear from the aforementioned Miritich. Uh, he spoke before the game today. We'll hear what he had to say. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's gonna be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the game, brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics, offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. All right, so the Bucks uh, come up on the losing end tonight. X factor uh, of the game in this game, the Bucks just didn't shoot the ball well, right? They were just awful uh, from the field. Thirty-two point six percent, seventeen percent from three-point range. As the Bucks lose one hundred three to eighty-three, but there's good news. Miritech is on the way, and uh, hopefully he'll be able to play coming up on Monday against the Bulls. He talked before the game. Let's go inside the locker room. Heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. All right, so let's hear from Miritich. Before we do that, uh, Terrell tweeted at the, at the uh, station. It says, Sparky, we won't have to worry about Middleton. He'll sign with Dallas. He's going to go back to Texas and Cuban will pay him because uh, they will strike out on other deals. I said this earlier in the week. I think Milton is perfect for that team. You have Luka. They need a forward wing kind of guy. Milton fits that. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Porzingis. Carlisle 
says that they've been showing Porzingis Dirk tape, and they want to use Porzingis like they used Dirk back in the day. So you're going to have him in that role. Yeah, I think the other, team, the other team to watch too is Indiana. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, they want to go after him. We've heard reports about that. Uh, that's why I say, I, I, outside of giving him max money, there's no. I don't see how there's a guarantee he stays unless he loves it that much where he says, oh, "I'll stay here for 23." Or whatever the number is. I, I would probably be okay with that number. Well, okay, right. We all have a number where I, we I go, that's yeah, all right. Okay, fine. I wouldn't really blush too bad at that. but Right. But, yeah, you start getting around 30, everybody starts blushing a little bit like, I don't know if I can do that. Uh, okay, let's hear from uh, Miritich. Well, uh, I was a little surprised, first of all. Um, I heard some rumors, you know, but uh, I didn't know it's going to happen. So... I was basically ready to go at the practice facility, but and I had a call from the GM from Pelicans, and he said, "We just trade you." And uh, and I said, "Like, okay, just tell me where I'm going." He said, "Go to the Bucks," and uh, I was I was really excited. I I knew that was uh, ideal for me, uh, great opportunity, you know. Uh, actually, uh, the best record in the NBA, so couldn't be more more happier to, to be part of this team. Eric named The Athletic. Uh, talking with John Horst a little bit yesterday, he said he got to talk to you originally when the trade first happened, but in more in-depth yesterday. Just how have those conversations gone, and what has he said about what he thinks you can bring to this team? Uh, he's, he just sounds very excited, you know, that uh, they got me, and uh, 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 they're looking forward for me to, to be with the team. Uh, obviously, he said they they want shooter, they want somebody who's going to space the floor, you know. Especially when Johnny's go to the basket, you know. So somebody who can who can shoot, and uh, there's much more I can do. Obviously, uh, this year, you know, it's been uh, best year for rebounding. Uh, uh, I know I'm just no shooter, you know. Most of the guys think I can just shoot the ball, but there's much more in my game. So, uh, um, but depends how they're going to use me. So. Uh, I just want to do what's the best for the team, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to adjust fast and uh, I'm going to be ready, you know, to, to play. Malika Andrews, ESPN. Nicola, how's, how's your calf feeling? Uh, feeling better. It's been uh, a little bit, maybe over two weeks and a couple of days uh, since the, I pulled my calf and uh, did a lot of treatments. Um, I did some, some work this morning uh, with the training staff, uh, I uh, did some little practice as well, and basically, you know, I'm almost there. You know, I was uh, maybe available to play, but we didn't want to race tonight. I was talking to the coach, to those guys, so they want to make sure I'm 100% ready. Uh, it's going to be a long season, and uh, but I'm like I said before, I just can't wait. You know, I'm you know, to get healthy and uh, and to play. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Let's get tonight's wrench and go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and go is a self service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 1057 FM, The Fan. All right, drive of the game. Back to Mayor Mitch, the chairman. Evan, what do we got? Well, DJ Wilson. A oh, nice little spin move. Get out of here. I want oh, oh. George Hill gets it out. DJ Wilson spins away from Briscoe. Yep, there it is. Uh, that was well, that was so weak. 
Uh, highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. I should have known you two would have been up to something like that. game was weak, man. Yeah. No, you're right. I, I, I don't disagree. Um, Otherwise, it was a pretty weak game for w- DJ. One other thing. I've been talking about this during the week on the big show, but I'll mention here on the post-game show because sometimes we've got different listeners. If it were me on the buyout market right now, I'd figure out how to get a wing, but I don't think there's anybody left. Um, I had mentioned Macklemore the other day, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know no. if I really want Macklemore, and then the Raptors are going to get to Macklemore now, so that takes care I mean, of that. Sterling Brown is better than Ben Macklemore. I, for me, I wanted somebody so Sterling Brown doesn't have to play in the playoffs. That's where I was at. Really? And, so, and I wanted a big... So DJ Wilson doesn't have to play in the playoffs. I mean, I, I, for me, I much. want I want vets with some playoff experience. I'm Macklemore's not that guy, but I want vets with some playoff experience. I Sparky, like. I, I think DJ is your backup five in the playoffs. Like, I think he is right now. They're going to get somebody big. Okay, whether it's Cantor, whether it's Robin Lopez, it better not be Cantor. Cantor, Robin Lopez, Gortat. They're going to get a big. I th- I want Gortat of those three, but okay, they're going to get a big. That's what's going to happen. I'm telling you. You can just mark mark it down unless they completely strike out. And I don't know how you strike out being the best team in the NBA from getting who you want in a buyout buyout market. It, They're going to get a real big. A horse was just on, like I said, with Bill Michaels. It better not and be said, Canter. And he said a big or a wing or maybe he, that might get both. Who knows? But well, a big, I think, is the number one priority right in those guys when Brooke Lopez comes out. Because DJ Wilson... We'll have his lunch handed to him by Marcus Gasol when Brooke Lopez comes out. That just it's not going to happen. And for me, with all due respect to you two DJ Wilson fan club members, I don't want young guys playing meaningful minutes in rotation in the playoffs when things are getting crunch time. First round, okay, fine, I don't care. But once you get into the second round and the Eastern Conference Finals against Philly, Toronto, and Boston, no, I'm good. I, give me some guys that have been through it. And that's the one thing here. When you look at this this latest acquisition, he's been through with the Pelicans last year. He's been in the playoffs. Miritich has been through it. So that's why I like Miritich, because he's been through the battles. George Hill, been through the battles. Now go get me a big that's had some experience in the playoffs, too. And let's see what happens. I like this team, though, man. Even though they lost, they're in a pretty good position, I'd say, right now. 103-83, let's uh, look forward to the next game. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. Well, it was the blank you game coming back with the uh, Jabari Parker uh, Wizards uh, tonight. And Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis went off his first game for the Wizards. Come back against the Bulls tonight. Double-double. Nothing special, though. By Portis, 4 of 11. 10 points, 12 boards, 4 assists. A couple block shots for Portis. Jabari played 35 minutes tonight off the bench. 9 of 15, 20 points, 6 assists, 5 boards, a steal, 2 block shots, uh, and 4 turnovers for Jabari as the uh, two former Bulls came back for the Wizards tonight. Bradley Beal continues to be unbelievable without John Wall. 31 points tonight, four assists, four steals for Bradley Beal in a 134-125 win uh, against the Bulls. But the Bulls, for the most part, now are at full strength. What do you think of the starting five? This is what you got to deal with. Markinen and Porter at forwards, Lopez at center, Dunn and Levine at the guard positions. What about Wendell Carter? Wendell Carter did not play. Hurt, I believe. Hmm. Um, 
So that is your was your starting five tonight uh, for the Chicago Bulls. That is probably what the Bucks are going to have to deal with uh, on Monday. I don't believe Robin Lopez wants to be there. I think Robin Lopez wants to be a Laker from everything you hear. So I thought it was the Warriors. That, that's, was it the Warriors, the Warriors not the Lakers? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not a Bull. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, Selden off the bench for 17 for the Bulls tonight. So looking forward to seeing what that game looks like on Monday. And hopefully Miritich plays uh, against his former team. All right, that'll do it for the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented to you by Sicilian Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Get that at Pick and Save. It's delicious. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer here. Mayor Mitch over there. The chairman, Evan, other side of the glass of the DJ Wilson fan club. Tomorrow morning, voice of the PBA tour on Fox and of uh, studio show hosts on Fox for everything. Rob Stone joins us uh, to talk about Hambone versus Fourbagger. Because I went off about... Did you say that on the radio? I went off a couple weeks ago about him coming up with a Hambone term. They bring him back few years later now to do it again and now he starts saying four bagger and i lost my mind on the air he heard it tweeted at me said sparky let's talk so i said all right let's talk so we'll get him on the show uh tomorrow at 9 20 on the castle lane's paratime bowling show enjoy the rest of your night talk to you tomorrow morning at nine toodles